Today's episode is brought to you exclusively by the good folks at Blue Note Therapeutics. Blue Note creates prescription digital therapy apps to help patients address the common yet overlooked side effects of cancer, like stress, anxiety, and depression. Welcome to the Man Up to Cancer podcast. I'm Trevor Maxwell. I'm a stage four colon cancer survivor, and I've got a message for other men. You don't have to go through this alone. What does it mean to man up to cancer? It means reaching out instead of isolating. It means having the courage to accept help along the way. To me, manning up isn't just about being tough. It's about knowing that we're stronger and smarter as a pack than we are as lone wolves. Hello world, welcome to the Man Up to Cancer podcast. I'm Trevor, I'm coming to you from a secret underground location, not to be disclosed, Man Up to Cancer headquarters. And I am honored to have these three guys. I'm gonna introduce them in a minute, but I need to talk about what we're gonna talk about today. One of the coolest and most exciting things happening with Man Up to Cancer for 2023, going into our fourth year, is the growth and development of local slash regional chapters. So. These chapters are creating connections where guys who live near one another can meet up for a coffee or a beer or go to a ball game or, or to dinner or even rally resources for members and their families who need help in that area. Um, all of that can happen through these chapters and each chapter has a private chat group on Facebook and their own version of the Man Up to Cancer logo, which we are absolutely going to be um, doing some merch with the local logos um, this year, which is going to be fun. Um, so with the chapter system, guys can get the best of Man Up to Cancer online and then also have that in-person experience that really takes friendships to a whole new level. We're going to talk about that. We currently have 15, maybe 15 plus chapters across North America and one in Europe. Hey, David DeWild. And today I am honored to have three men who are playing central roles in the rollout of Man Up to Cancer chapters. Don Helgeson is a survivor of multiple cancers from Nanaimo, British Columbia, uh, he's on the leadership team of Man Up to Cancer, and as the meetup coordinator, he's overseeing the chapter development. And then I have John Bradley and Brandon Martin. They are leaders of a thriving Colorado chapter. Guys, thanks for all you do. Welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Awesome to be here. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. Yeah, great to see you. Um, and you can't see them, people, because this is audio, because I don't dare show myself on like YouTube. Um, but... They've got some pretty cool backgrounds going on on Zoom. Uh, Don's got the central, what's it called, Don? The central yeah. Vancouver Island. Central British Vancouver Columbia. Island, British Columbia, Canada chapter, which is a mouthful, but I love it. Um, uh, Brandon has the flag, uh, the Colorado flag in Man Up to Cancer, which is Colorado chapter. That's less of a mouthful. Thank you for keeping that concise, Brandon. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, like I was saying before we started recording, you are crushing... <laughs> your roles in man up to cancer, which again, like people think I'm going out and like telling people what to do or like organizing things like, Hey guys, you should do this. No, like it's the other way around. Members come into man up cancer. They see a need, they see what they want to make of it and they go for it. And I love it. Um, so Don, let's start out with you. Talk to us about the evolution of Wolfpack meetups. It goes back to almost three years ago for me, it was in the spring of uh, 2020 when I joined Man Up to Cancer after meeting Robbie Burridge. Um, his 
sister-in-law had posted a video of you interviewing him um, in the, uh, the stuck in the man cave, I believe it was. And I ended up reaching out to Rob and joining Man Up to Cancer. And Rob and I started going for, for walks. And it was during COVID, but it led into me heading to our local Tim Hortons and grabbing a couple of coffees. And so right away, I knew the, the advantages of having another person to talk to who got it. And yeah. um, and I had just been recently diagnosed with my third cancer around that time. Because you're and, a cancer magnet, so stop that shit. <laughs> Lynch syndrome. I know we've talked about that on a previous <laughs> podcast, but yeah, yeah. cancer magnet. Uh, but immediately I, I saw how important it was. And then over time, this goes back to uh, fall of last year, when you reached out looking for people to become uh, Wolfpack leaders within Man Up to Cancer, uh, I knew it was something I wanted to do. I wanted to give back. And around that same time, you put out press releases right around North America for the guys that you selected to become Wolfpack leaders. And the media, local media jumped all over that here. Awesome. And I was interviewed by a local television station, uh, multiple newspapers. And from that, it led to uh, several men locally joining Man Up to Cancer. So... Around that same time, and I don't want to take steal the thunder of the of the other guys, but I saw that they they the Denver guys or the Colorado guys were were really making a movement and showing off what they could do for for actually meeting up and creating a a, a logo and that. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to be left in their dust, right? So and I, <laughs> we and I saw how important that was, and they were posting pictures and and, and I was getting to know uh, you know some of the guys like Brandon who I met at the Gathering of Wolves. And so I started to invite the local guys for some coffees and it was just two guys at first, three guys. And then we've gone up to as many as eight, eight guys locally who have met up for that. And so created, created the banner, uh, created the group chat. And, and, and you mentioned it earlier is that here we are um, supporting each other, you know, in the cancer world, but it's more than that now. It's, it's talking about our families. It's talking about um, maybe it's an upcoming appointment, uh, something that's going on in your life you're upset about, or sometimes it's just simply chatting about what's the best beer is. And, and so, <laughs> or hockey know, team or hockey team. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so going back to gathering of wolves, um, when you, when you would approach me about, you know, if I wanted to have a, a more of a leadership role within the group, the answer was already yes, as you know. And, um, and from there it's, it's evolved to you asking me to take more of a leadership role within that. And, I'm proud to say, uh, I'm just looking at it right now, we have 15 chapters confirmed around the world that are up and running. We also have two side chapters that just uh, started uh, with, it's the Friends of Bill AA chapter that uh, they're, they're very private due to privacy reasons. And so they're just yep. doing a, a chat themselves. And they, they did all the work. Uh, and then uh, yesterday, uh, I was approached by a retired uh, uh, minister who said, I, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to start a chapter, what do I do? And And by the end of the day, Yesterday, we had over 20 people in their chat, and I just checked, there's 31 men in their chat already. Wow. Um, so Amazing. Yeah, so obviously there's people and that's want... And that's for uh, Christian men, yes? Christian, Christian men. Yep. Yeah, and and so they, they uh, uh, you know, I, I'm in the chat to begin with. So all the groups outside of AA, I didn't get into that group due to privacy reasons, but um, I know that it's run by some really, really strong men within the group, and I know that they're, they're in really good hands. Um, and then and the, the the Christian men, the, the chat already is just incredible with the support they're giving each other. And, you know, I, because they're spread out around the world, they're, they're probably going to be doing most of their meetups by via Zoom. Uh, and I'm helping them with, with that as well. Uh, but but also I wanted to mention there's three other 
chapters that are about to go live in the next couple of days. Uh, <laughs> Illinois, um, Tennessee, and uh, um, there's <laughs> there's one more here. I'm just thinking, I'll, I'll, it'll come back to me in yeah, a minute. Yeah, but, that's fine. But by the end of the week, uh, we're going to be at 18 chapters plus the two side chapters of the other other groups that are that are joining. So absolutely amazing absolutely yeah. amazing and and uh and ju- i should just say a note on on the religion piece is that uh man up to cancer in the howling place embrace people of all faiths all religions all are welcome um in fact you know a lot of agnostics and atheists so we're very respectful of everyone's faith and that's why it's actually pretty cool to have a a group specifically for christians because that does give them an outlet outside of the main group where they can share their faith around that and how it relates to their lives and cancer so it's pretty freaking cool. And I will, you know, as I listen to you talk about it, I think back because Man Up to Cancer and the Howling Place were formed pretty much January 2020, right before the pandemic. And when the pandemic hit, so many people were isolated physically. Um, but we always, you know, everyone wanted to meet up. And some of the first meetups in the Howling Place happened in hospitals. Like I remember, um, uh, was it Matt, Monty, DeVito and and Mike Reilly at, at Sloan Kettering and, you know, in their gowns. Um, there's always been a desire of the members of Mam to Cancer to take these online friendships and and meet in person. It's there's something special about that, and and it just adds another layer. Um, so it's just you started seeing people um, share pictures, share photos in the Howling Place of small numbers of people getting together, and then it was like so the chapters really is the next piece of that evolution. And Don, we're so thankful to you for stepping up and putting some, you know, you have to have a framework to it. There, you know, every chapter is going to have its own unique flavor, but there it should be consistent. The vibe should be consistent. Like what the principles of Man Up to Cancer are, um, the, the, the logo, of course, that we all love. Um, so, and just giving, giving people, you know, having a coordinator for that is huge. So thank you for stepping up, my friend. Yeah, and, and and thank you so much for asking me. I mean, the honor is all mine. Um, and and it, just, it is. It's Ben Yokel in Minnesota who contacted me after uh, after our Zoom meeting last night. So, and and that's been the an incredible love, part Ben. Of, Shout out, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and that's been what's been so inspiring for me is that I'll have and several of the men who've who've approached me are are not necessarily the most confident men in the world, especially when it comes to technology. And so they're, they're reaching out and they're saying, I'm, I'm in this isolated place, or I'm in a, in a city in America, and I don't know of anybody else that that's in man cancer. Can you help me? And, and so fortunately, I, I have a bit of a, you know, tech background in some of the work that I've done in my life. And so I, I love that challenge. So, um, you know, to, to go from one day where somebody says, Don, who lives near me, near me, because I'd love to have that, you know, that person to person contact to within a week, um, them sharing photos of them uh, meeting up and, and, and having a coffee and having, uh, you know, having, having breakfast, whatever the case may be, is that's all the reward I need. And I, awesome, I think man. you're the same. And, and, and I know you probably get tired of it, but I, I usually uh, share the, the, the photos and the messages to Trevor right away just so he sees what he's done. I will, I will, I will never get sick of that. Like seeing the guys get together is the joy of my lifetime, man. Like it's, it's awesome. Always keep it coming. Thanks, Don. Okay. John and Brandon, should you guys arm wrestle over who wants to talk about Colorado first? Does someone want to claim like, you know, it was all me. Like I totally pulled this all together. Like they're both smiling now. <laughs> Who's going to go first? John. Okay. John. John. Um, Brandon's deferring to John Bradley. So, so John's going to tell us a little bit about how this whole Colorado thing uh, started. Yeah, I mean, I first started in the Wolfpack back in April. Uh, I was scared out of my pants because I was going into surgery, and about 
three days. Uh, I think I actually posted my first post on the day of surgery. Um, and then it was kind of like, after that, I was like, where are my guys? Where are the people locally that I can meet with and talk to about stuff, you know? And yeah. so when we post in the group, there's always that message from Joe. And then you kind of post where you're from. And I kind of looked through there and saw, okay, this guy's from Erie. That guy's from Thornton and just kind of sent him a message and said, Hey, let's get together. Like, let's, let's do it. And they kind of just organically, you know, it was kind of like throwing the ball up in the air, see who caught it. And we kind of ran with it. So awesome. it's been really fulfilling. So, yes. well, I guess take us back before that and tell us about your can a little bit about your background and your cancer diagnosis. Yeah, my background. So I am a mixoid liposarcoma under the sarcoma umbrella, uh, in the man up to cancer group of 2000. I think I can count on my one hand. Yeah. The amount of other members in there that have sarcoma cancer, but that's okay, man. It's pretty awesome. Um, you know, cause it's, we're all in it together, man. It's all the same, the same crap storm for everybody regardless <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> um and are you, um, you you're a colorado native colorado native yep so yeah mine started with a like a golf ball sized lump on my thigh everybody's just said lipoma 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 i went into surgery uh, i had a tiny scar so i'm kind of a short guy i'm like five six so there's not much real estate on my leg i had a short little scar and the doctor called back and within, uh, you know, after a week of just waiting and we expected just to be a benign, you know, you go on with your life. Everything's yep. great. Yep. Uh, in a five minute conversation, she told me that I had mixoid liposarcoma cancer. Uh, she said she was in there personally, so she knows she got it all. And on my next follow-up appointment, I could just head up to oncology and speak with them about next steps. It was so impersonal. And so oh, like, God. my wife was on the phone. We're both crying. We're like, Oh my, like, you know, it's, it's a, nuclear bomb just dropped on you and sh this doctor was so nonchalant so like, routine. oh yeah no big yeah, deal yeah, yeah go talk to you oncology know. oh wonderful <laughs> go talk to oncology and i was in there i know i got everything out right so at that point she pushed through the my chart result and it came back and said uh there were not clear margins so knowing about five percent of what we knew about cancer we knew like two important things right cancer yeah and you, you want clear margins clear margins yeah <laughs> So we immediately transferred to another hospital. We sent everything over to them. Uh, I met with the surgeon. He literally pulls out a ballpoint pen and draws a giant circle encompassing about 80% of my thigh and says, all this is going to come out. And my head is just spinning. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> How did you hear about the Howling Place? And, and then what was it about the Howling Place that felt to you like it could benefit you? Yeah, I got invited to the Howling Place through my Immerman Angel. So my head was really spinning. I was on Facebook trying to find cancer groups. And every cancer group I said, you know, everybody's like, oh, we're going to pray for you. Or, you know, people are on their deathbed. Like, this yep. is it. Yep. And, uh, and I'm like, I can't be involved in these groups, man. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, so I, my friend told me, uh, another friend told me about Immerman Angels. I put in my request. They try and match you with someone that has your specific cancer. So it took about a week. Um, before my buddy Brian called me and said, Hey, I'm, I'm your angel, which has been awesome. He's been phenomenal. Like just huge, that reach oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Huge shout out to Immerman angels, by the way, amazing organization. Yep. My buddy, Brian Balms is, uh, Balmus is, uh, one of the, one of the members of the Wolfpack and, and he got me in and from there it, it was, uh, really just kind of going with it from that point forward. 
Yeah, did and it was the um was it specifically just the camaraderie or the fact that there's more positivity or um <laughs> w- yeah, was that a certain thing that appealed to you or you, once you got in you just kind of felt like, "Oh, this is a group that that can, you know, be positive in my life." Um for me it was safety in numbers, really. It was like, "Hey, these are all guys going through the same shit, going through everything, you know, and it wasn't like Oh, you've just, you're stage one and you just had a surgery. It was like, we don't care. You could have had 500 rounds of chemo or you could have had one surgery. You're still, there's no judgment and you're still the same, same dude going through a tough time. And for me, that was really welcoming. That was really strong. And I resonated with that and I took that ball and carried it forward. Oh man. Yeah, absolutely. Once you get that diagnosis and especially as men, when you're, like you said, you're, you're like, they're acting like it's some just routine thing, you know, oh yeah, here's another, you know, cancer case, but it's, it is a nuclear bomb in your life and you're going to have emotions right. around that and you're going to have, and there's people you want to talk about, but also just, you know, to have some guys to talk about it. Were you surprised or, or what did you think of the reaction when you started connecting with, when you put out the message to other guys in Colorado, like, Hey, I'm here, we're going through this. Do you want to, you know, do you want to connect here in Colorado? Like what was the response and, and were you surprised by it or did you think, you know, Oh, this is going to like just take off. Uh, I didn't think it was going to take off like it did. Uh, It took, you know, one or two sessions where we're like, okay, let's schedule something. And then we kind of rescheduled. And then I kind of was like, all right, well, here's how, like, I was like, I'm going to be at point a. So our first meetup was actually at the racetrack up in Erie, Colorado. Um, because there was a race that night and I was like, Hey, I'm going to the racetrack. If anyone else wants to join, I'll be wearing a gray hoodie and some pants, <laughs> like come on out and just sit it. and watch a it. race and we'll talk. And, and, you know, um, Brandon then of course showed up and, and then other guys showed up as well. And, um, you know, we took a photo and posted it and then people were like, Oh, that actually happened. Like, so it's kind of the follow through as well. Like say you're going to be there and then be there and then have a good time. And then, you know, it just kind of that's what took off and attracted more folks to say, hey, there's some value in that. It looks like they had a good time and they were able to just do guy stuff and talk about cancer and enjoy a race or a baseball game. And, and uh, I want to be a part of that. So that's kind of what I think started the movement. Oh, my face hurts when I, I smile so much at this because it's so awesome. Um, how, about how many guys do you, are, do you think are active now in the Colorado chapter? I want to say we have I think there's 18 members and probably uh, 12, between 12 and 14 of them are are active active, every day. Fantastic. We are going to go to the guy below you who's been nodding along this whole time. And uh, when you talked about that racetrack story, I had this little glimmer in his eye because I think that was a big event for him. (laughs) Brandon Martin, uh, tell us about, yeah, um, my I kind of think chronologically. So take us back a little bit before we get there. Tell us about your cancer journey and a little bit about your background. So my cancer journey started when I got, was taken to a hospital in an ambulance because I'd collapsed in my apartment um, after searing pain in my lower abdomen Whoa. and I just collapsed. Wow. So, um, so trip to the ER, they rolled me into a CT scan. Like I didn't even stop in the exam room. They just rolled me right in the scan. Scan got done in a few minutes. The nurses had come in and said, you're going to surgery because your colon's ruptured. <laughs> Um, we've called the on-call surgeon who's coming in to operate on you. And then uh, the next morning I woke up and the surgeon comes in the room. He's like, yeah, I took eight inches of the colon out, um, diverticulitis, you know, you broke your colon, you have an ostomy. 
Um, this is only going to be 90 days. You'll get your ostomy reversed and you'll be good to go. Yeah, hey, I'm guessing it wasn't so, that simple. Well, they did a colonoscopy to make sh- to see what how my colon was repairing from the surgery, and they barely got in and saw the stage um, three tumor in my rectum growing that we didn't know was there. Oh so. man! So that was the beginning of my cancer story. And when was um, when was that, Brandon? Uh, March of 2021. And where are you at now? I'm at stage four. So uh, a year ago, actually a year ago, next week, I had surgery to remove my rectum where the tumor was. Um, and there was clear margins. So you thought we were good to go. And then Signatera test that I got put on right after the surgery um, uh, spiked in April of last year. Yep. And that's when we did a scan and found out that we didn't get it in time and had spread to my lungs and liver. Oh man. Like just even to hear you say it's gut punch, right? So, so the stage four club, not the club that we want to join, but here we are. And so we're going to do swag and, you know, um, I I heard there was free coffee that's going to be passed around for our club at some point. (laughs) I'm, I'm waiting for them to come to my house and deliver that. Um, yeah. So stage four, and you're just, you know, you're day by day. You're in the trenches. Uh, what regimen are you on now? Like, what's your what's your uh, program? I'm on Zolota, um, and uh, just monitoring. You know, CT scans once a month, or every two months or so. Yep. The Wolfpack Army stands with you, my man. I'm going to come right back to you, but I did want to ask John. I forgot to ask him sort of where are you um, NED right now, or what's your cancer status, John? Um, yep, I'm NED right now. I'm on surveillance every three months, MRI, CT. Awesome. And um, hopefully keep this shit at bay forever. Absolutely, man. Did you say something about Epic that you wanted to say? Uh, just a subtle brag on Brandon's part for... Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> going yeah, he's Epic. going to the... Yeah, so shout out to uh, to Epic Experience um, and uh, all those guys, the Pharaoh family. Um, they've got their winter camps going back again. If you're looking for an amazing uh, experience out in Colorado, you should apply for one of their camps. Um, Brandon, so talk about um, Man Up to Cancer. So did, was it Joe that found you? No, I found Man Up to Cancer. So <laughs> all of 2021, when I was going through my chemo radiation, chemo stuff for my stage three, you know, we identified it. It was a plan in place. You know, we're just going through the steps. And I'm an engineer. So... I'm an engineer brain. So to me, it was just a project. And then all the steps along the way were just tasked to get done to get to the end of the project, which is getting rid of the cancer at stage three. Yep. Right? And there was there was a vision for that. And there was success success rate for that. So that was that was all good. But, uh, you know, last April, when I got a call saying you're stage four and spread and we can't do anything about it other than go back on Zalota, um, I started spiraling. It's like, okay, this is not a project anymore. It's out of, it's nothing that I can just manage on my own anymore. Um, yep. And um, so I just started, I just got on Google, started looking for support groups. And I found Man Up through Google and I went to the page and applied <laughs> to be a member. <laughs> You know, and then you went through know, our gotta... you went through our rigorous screening process. <laughs> yes, the rigorous yes. screening process of Joe of Joe. <laughs> freaking me out one day 
calling me on, on my computer through Facebook. I had never, nobody's ever, that's never experienced that. And it freaked me out with the noise it makes and you getting a phone call. It's like, wait, my phone's right here and it's not ringing. It's yeah. Little out. did you know that you, there was just a guy in North Carolina who wanted to like virtually hug you. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the group, buddy. Love you. Um, we've checked yeah. your FBI dossier and you're okay. Um, so... Yeah. So how do you, so, so talk about the Colorado chapter specifically for you. And, and I, I will say, so Brandon came on the scene guns a blazing last year with man up to cancer and came to the gathering of wolves and read a poem at our remembrance ceremony and was just super involved. Um, but then the chapter kind of sort of happened and John and, and Jesse and, and these other guys getting involved. Um, tell me about how you remember the, the Colorado chapter happening for you. Well, the Colorado chapter happened to me when I met John. So John reached out to me after I joined the Howling Place, said I'm in Denver, and then we had our meetup at the, at the racetrack. Awesome. So that was prior to GOW when I had met John and we started becoming friends. And then I uh, also started chatting with Jesse before GOW as well. But GOW was meeting Jesse in person. Yes. And just the, the camaraderie at GOW and um the frankness and the openness um i just brought back to colorado and said guys we need to <laughs> you know we can do this here yes, right yes, and then yep. john so john and i were talking about how to how to get it rolling how to start it and then john just one day said okay here's the private chat group here's all the guys from colorado you know and that was the beginning of the chapter was John creating that private chat list? And, and I have to interrupt here just to say that once you once you get a bear hug from from Jesse Dylan, your life is forever changed. Hundred <laughs> percent. In a really true. good way. That guy is just he just brings the love, and it's just emanating off him. It's so awesome. So, um, shout yeah. out to him and all of your other members. Um, so Absolutely. so then once you met at the raceway and started this going, like so, do you have a, um? A plan or is it more just totally informal like um or do you have an idea on how how often you want to meet or how's that going to work going forward so right now it's it's myself and john and jesse and ryan veith and we get together and we kind of we haven't we're going to get together sometime here after the first year but we want to set up there's we want to figure out events that we want to go to as a as a group and as a you know yes. re representing man Up awesome this summer Right. So one of the things for us is getting a banner or flag made, number one, yep. so we can take it to these things. Number two is identify, you know, we have no money. And if you're going to go to an event like that, you have to buy a table and stuff. Right, so right, right. We've got to figure that out. But we we're, we want to identify at least one or two events that we want to participate in this summer and then and then go and do that. Um, and then John um, wants to do an event. Uh, down uh, south of Denver, there's a town called Manitou Springs, and they have a, a big stair that goes up the mountainside, and he wants to do an event where he does the stairs. So we're going to pull that together probably. Um, and right now that's our plan. We just need to meet and set some set a couple events that we want to participate in and, and just kind of go from there. I love it. Um, I was just talking to Joe about this the other day, is that I read there's been two studies that have come out recently, like more and more studies showing that there is an epidemic of loneliness specifically for men and and very much so in America. Um, you know, 
all these social order groups that used to exist, whether it be church, whether it be um, elks and all these clubs, like places where men would, uh, you know, hunting, fishing, places where men would bond with each other and support one another have really plummeted. And, you know, the biggest stat to me is that when you see this report saying most men in the U.S., and it probably applies to Canada too, is that most men in the U.S. don't have one single friend that they can confide in in things deeper than superficial stuff. And so to me, like man up to cancer, cancer is the catalyst, right? Cancer is our shared challenge, but it really is tapping into this. We all need friends. (laughs) We need friends in our life to, to go deeper than, Hey, how you doing? Oh, good. Right. So our very first big meetup in Colorado, we had what, eight or nine guys, John. Yep. Um, It was, in a lot of ways, a mini GOW. Guys coming together for the first time, meeting a person for the first time, and the same emotions and the same kinds of things were talked about. Openness. And the same emotions yeah. started coming up. Um, and I believe that's going to, as as these groups start coming together and start meeting a person, the same kinds of emotional reaction is going to happen the first couple times. And after that, you get comfortable with each other and then, you know, the conversations can go from there. But um, that initial meeting is very emotional for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's been very evident, at least to me, it's been evident. And I'm sure John can attest to that as well. And it pulls them in to be a part of something as well, I think, which is pretty awesome. You know, that yeah. first meetup, uh, I remember seeing the, so one of our members was crying, you know, it was pretty emotional. We're all doing our thing. We've got our cancer gear on and the servers are just like, what is happening? Over here? <laughs> you know, and then by the end, one of the servers came over and said, oh yeah, my dad has cancer and, and we're giving him cards and like, join the group, get in, you can be a part of this. Like, it's not just us, you know, outside yeah. we're open to everyone and anyone that wants to have a seat at the table, we will make room. So that was pretty cool. I love it. Love it. Don talk about, you know, you and I have talked a lot about the magic of, of man to cancer in terms of the meetups, you know, what happens when you see these people in person, what happens to those friendships, you know, tell us so, but we haven't done a podcast about it. Talk to our listeners about kind of that magic, what, what, and how it's impacted your life. Well, as, as the guys were talking here, I was thinking that the, the, the local chapters is an incredible thing, but it's gotten even bigger than that. And I think you realize this too, Trevor, like gathering wolves was one thing, but um, I live very close to a, a cruise ship terminal where cruises head up to Alaska and back. And a, a guy from Man Up to Cancer, uh, David Pettit, he's also a prostate cancer uh, uh, warrior like me. Yep. He contacted me and said, hey, I'm going to be in Vancouver uh, getting off the cruise ship on, you know, it was, it was a couple of weeks after the gathering of wolves and uh, it just so happened I was in Vancouver that day and he and his wife decided to travel over to Vancouver Island to visit and we spent, my wife and I spent two days uh, spending time with them, going for <laughs> dinners and so it's, I, I don't think, I mean, I can go on, on and on and on how this has impacted my life, but um, just to meet people from other parts of the world uh, different walks of life, it doesn't matter who they are, you know, and you automatically, because you're going through this cancer thing together, you get it and you have this common bond. And, and so even this, it, it even went further with, with David's wife and my wife became instant friends. And so we're now, we're, we're all friends, right? Um, 
I'll take it one step further. I ended up in, in Palm Springs on holidays in November. And, you know, you've got, you've got Jeff in California, right? <laughs> Jeff Phillips. Yes. And, and, and Jeff, Jeff, I said, I'm going to be in the area. And he goes, I live an hour and a half away from Palm Springs. He came twice to see me during that week. Uh, he and his wife. So, you know, I, I, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm loving every minute of it. And, uh, I, I'm so used to checking my phone I, now that I, I, I have it on airplane mode for this, this interview, but I can't wait to see because I'm, I'm, I know somebody has probably already contacted me to say, hey, who lives in my area? It's been happening multiple times a day and, and I look forward to doing that, to finding that out. I want to make those connections, but I wanted to share one thing. I know we're getting close yeah, to the no, end no, here. No, no, you're but, good. We got time. Um, so I know I shared it with you uh, uh, on Saturday. Uh, there was a meetup that happened in, um, in Georgia. So Chris yes. Taylor, yes. Chris Taylor was one of the very first guys to contact me, said, Hey, can you give me a hand here? And so immediately went in and found people in Georgia and he's in an area of Georgia, Georgia, that's, that's fairly remote. And so, but we managed to find some people that were nearby him. And at the end of that meeting, uh, one of the guys that attended the meeting, uh, immediately went to Facebook and I'd just like to read this because this is, Love this it. is what it's all about in all capital letters. Oh, hell Yes exclamation mark meetup period hey i like connecting with all of you on this site mostly on my phone however for me the real connecting came today when i held when i held another cancer brother what stood out not a lot of cancer talk more about life honesty keeping it real getting vulnerable care and love it was good to take this journey deeper i absolutely recommend you get out and touch another brother thank you gentlemen kfg wow Dude, thank you for sharing that. That is, I got goosebumps all over, of course, because that is, that is, that's it. I mean, there's no other words for that. That's special, man. Thank you for sharing that. I have to admit something. What you guys actually don't know, and this is going to be a huge reveal right here, is that, um, you know, when we talk about these places, all, you know, we're talking about Georgia, Florida, Michigan, um, Belgium, like all these places, like this whole chapter and meetup thing was actually me my scheme to get vacation places for free around the world anytime i want to right like hey who's the, who's over here i'm coming to stay with you so um it's like the vacation club program that's that's, that's the big reveal people didn't know <laughs> that's awesome i would but, say 100 percent. i agree with you 100 percent. i travel yeah, John, for work I, I travel for work quite often so um you know i'm always looking for like who's the local wolves out there that I can meet up with. And, and I've met, you know, BJ through that BJ meter, who's an incredible guy. Absolutely. Um, BJ. Yep. Got to meet up with Ben up in, uh, Ben McKenna up in uh, Seattle. Um, you know, so it's just been really cool to meet these guys. Actually a chance to meet up with Jim Calhoun while we were on the same flight coming back awesome. from Jamaica. Yes. Oh, right, right, right. So freaking cool. Like I can't even explain how cool that was. Um, we met for, you know, 20 minutes, had a cup of coffee at the airport, but for our schedules to just align like that was incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And if anyone comes to Maine, you know, usually the inn is open, like we can take people, but if not, we can, you know, set someone up somewhere else nearby and take them around and give them a tour. Like, I think people are proud of where they come from and, and to have the wolves stop in. Like, so if anyone ever gets up here, please, please, please hit me up. Make sure that I take you to the, 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 um, you know, the lighthouses and, and the beaches and the cool stuff in Portland, Maine. I'm happy to do that. And I, how do people find chapters? So if, if people are in the man up to cancer in the howling place, we have about 2000 guys now from all around the world, really Don, what's the process if someone comes in new and they're, you know, say, Hey, how do I find a meetup? 
Yeah, so right from the very beginning when I took on this role, I started a newsletter. And uh, and also with that newsletter, I, I did one video. And I uh, just have some of the photos of the meetups and that. And I put my contact info on there. But I've been posting those on the Howling Place. And uh, once a day, you can use the uh, at everyone uh, tag on on the group or on the page so i've been you've been hoarding that, that well. but yeah you've been hoarding that by the way <laughs> so I, yeah so i, I mean i am doing, doing my best to make sure that, it, that the message gets out between and i mean and, and also everybody that does the meetups if they don't put the hashtag uh wolfpack meetup on there i'll put it on in the uh in one of the comments so just just as a way of keeping track of it but uh, I just think that the more that they see my ugly mug and, and, and the, saying what I'm doing and, and, and trying to get the message out that people will start to message me and, and it is working. So, um, and if any of you folks have anybody asking, just send them my way. And, 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 and I also see that it's going to happen. They'll be sending them John's way and Jay's way, which is good. Yep, too. So. absolutely. And, yep. and you finally have a man up to cancer email. I hope that's working for you now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trevor, yes. Hey. I, I, I took, it took a while, but yes, I, that that was one some something that I, I'm super proud of. I would so be a part so of, Don. Part of that. It's Don at manuptocancer.com. That is the, that's uh, his man up to cancer email. He's been you know telling me forever that it needs to happen, which it does because his other email is like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> now he has a man up to cancer email finally, which um, I'm a caveman. I admit it. Like I'm not great with technology, so I had to figure that out and how to pay for it. But it's really cheap. You cost six dollars a month, Don, just to let you know. <laughs> well, I will make it worth everybody. <laughs> oh man, you already have, my friend. You already have. Is there anything? I'm gonna just go around real quickly to the three of you. Is there anything on this topic or anything else that, before I put you on the gauntlet of random questions, because it's happening in about one minute, is there anything else that we need to talk about um, before we move on to the gauntlet? Um, Don, what do you think? I'm just going to say that uh, we've had a couple people, as I said, that are in the AA world and also the Christians men group that approached me uh, to see if, what they could do. You know, it, it's there's lots of balls in the air. We're trying to figure out how we're going to manage all this. The main the main focus at first was to, for the local chapters, but send me a message. We'll we'll figure it out and we'll talk through it. And at the very least, if I can help that person try to establish. Uh, a network of the people that they have, then and I'll do that as well. And and so if that means Zoom meetings, if that means getting getting together locally, that that'd be great too. So, but that's it. Just contact me, Don at manuptocancer dot com. <laughs> awesome. And uh, Brandon and John, anything else? Uh, um, I'm just going to give a, a, sh a shout out to my best friend John here. He's been um, he's changed my life when, since I've met him, and the success of us out here is both of us working together and um it's my thought that the groups are going to be more successful as they come into being if there's more than one person kind of driving it and making things happen 100 percent, 100 percent. not you know we talk about it all the time like all the great stuff happens through collaboration and people opening themselves up and working together um john final thoughts before you get on the hot seat <laughs> I'm nervous about this hot seat. No, you um, should. You should be. <laughs> uh, Don Higgelson, actually, like, congrats on leveling up on that uh, man up to cancer email, man. That's pretty. <laughs> that, that, that's a high bar that we all aspire to. Um, yeah, and you know, again, always a seat at the table here in Colorado. If you're ever coming through Colorado or Denver, anybody out there listening, and you're like, hey, I want to meet with a buddy like find us we will make time we will make room we'll make a spot um yeah. lastly my buddy brandon you know 
every morning before I turn on my cell phone, I know there's going to be a message in there from Brandon to the whole entire Colorado pack saying, Hey, Colorado, Colorado Wolf pack, have an awesome awesome day. Um, And you know, it it just fills your cup. It fills your cup. Oh my God. I'm turning into a goosebump over here. You guys, this is like (laughs) amazing. Absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, we are out of time. So it is time. I have three diabolical new questions to put these guys through the gauntlet of random questions. And, and I'm going to ask them one by one. Let's think we're going to start with John. Number one, aliens show up in your backyard. They give you the option, take a ride with them or go back inside with no memory that it ever happened. Which option do you choose? Oh, that's easy. I'm definitely taking a ride with them. Man. <laughs> he's going, he's going with the aliens. Oh yeah, for sure. hundred percent. All right. All right. Uh, Brandon, same question. Go up the aliens. <laughs> Don. <laughs> I should change it up, but no, I definitely want to go for that ride as well. All right. These guys are explorers. They're adventurers, right? It's the cancer life. Like who they let, let's go. Let's see it. Yeah. All right. right? I, I mean, I've been through tough shit. What else could happen, right? <laughs> you may regret that. Like it's the shirt. Remember, it's like we're we're doing butt stuff. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> All right. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world for a year, where would it be? We'll start with Don on this one. Anywhere in the world, I'm going to say Ireland. And be- the background on that? Any reason, or just because you think it's? Amazing There's some family, beautiful. some family history there, but uh, my mother-in-law was there recently, and I just recently retired in, in the last couple of years, and I want to do a, a retirement trip. Still, COVID kind of yep. prevented that. Yeah. And Ireland's on the top of the list. It's just a beautiful place, and uh, I can't wait to go. Love it. How about Brandon? Um, I'm thinking Canada these days. With all the all the pictures, you know, it doesn't really matter where in Canada, but West Coast, East Coast, but. I'd like to be on a coast uh, area in, in Canada region because it just looks beautiful. Up yeah, there. I mean, you said that the region doesn't matter, but Dan Cadigan really threw down the gauntlet last night in the Zoom call when he said that Newfoundland was the you know East Coast best, co- you know West Coast not the best coast. Um, you know, Don, I think those are fighting words right there. So we have a little, we we have East to West you know, of Canada. And there's a, there's a raging debate now that, that Dan has started about which is the best province, which is the best area. So I'm not getting into that. Like that's, that's, you know, as I'm, as I'll, a, right. I'll deal with him. Yeah. yeah. Don will deal with him. Um, John, John Bradley, uh, John, what do you think? If you, if you could live anywhere in the world for a year, where would it be? Uh, I'd have to go to Europe. I think, um, there's some pretty incredible, incredible places in Europe. Um, you know, Belgium, obviously, with David DeWild is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love I London. I was in, yeah. With the Andrew, I was in London for uh, an eight-hour layover, and I just loved every minute of it. So I would awesome. be I would be definitely Europe. I, I mean, I know we've done a million shout-outs, but we got to keep it going. Like you said, Andrew Trollope, our original <laughs> UK wolf um, over there in, uh, in England. Um, he was on the zoom last night, even though it was like two in the morning over there, um, which was pretty freaking special. All right. This is the last one. Uh, we're going to go in reverse order again, but you can have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What is that thing? John. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to steal this from Brandon, but, um, I'm gonna go with mushrooms. I like mushrooms a lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> are we talking what ta- what kind, are we are we taking microdosing here or actually like for food or or both? <laughs> all the above. Let's go all the above. <laughs> Damn, I really got to get out to Colorado. Um, I love it. All right, Brandon, what do you think? Pineapple for pizza. Well, it was a good show tonight, today, people. Uh, It was fun talking to these guys. They're never coming back. Oh man, pineapple on pizza. All right, you know what? I'm 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 trying to grow for 23 to to you know to live with this. So you know, he's we got a little dissident, and I like it. Don, you you can have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What is it? Well, Brandon took my number one. I'll give you my number two. Tim Hortons coffee. Oh, Timmy Hortons. Um, I mean, I'm, I could get in trouble for saying this from maybe like our Massachusetts guys, because there's a Dunkin' Donuts every like one third of a mile in New England and it sucks. I'm sorry. It sucks. Tim Hortons is way better. <laughs> I wish that every one of those dunks was replaced by a Tim Hortons. Someone's going to come after me for this, but I, you know, it's just better. It is. So I'm with you, Don. I would love that. You guys have made this a special day. I am so pumped about, you know, where all of this is headed. Um, it just brings me such joy. You know, I I tell people all the time outside of my immediate family doing man up to cancer, doing this mission is the privilege of a lifetime and to have guys like you come on board and spread it and, and make it as special as it is, is mind blowing to me on a daily basis. So thank all of you for what you do. And, uh, we'll see you in, we'll see you in the various chats and in the howling place. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Trevor. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks for listening to the Man Up to Cancer podcast. If you want to get behind our mission, you can connect with us, subscribe to our email list, and check out our other content at manuptocancer.com. And if you know a man struggling with the isolation that cancer can bring, let him know about us. The Wolfpack Doors are always open. Big thanks again to Blue Note Therapeutics for sponsoring today's podcast. Blue Note creates prescription digital therapy apps to help patients address the common yet overlooked side effects of cancer like stress, anxiety, and depression.